right, all right. It's not my weekend podcast with your boy Jerry G. I'm back. It's Monday night. It's February tw- February. That's a tough one to say, right? That's a mouthful. February. February 20th. President's Day to be exact, dog. Three-day weekend. I hope you guys had a good one, dog. Uh, yeah, we should definitely have Super Bowl weekend on President's Day weekend, dog. I think it's going to happen. I'm not sure when, but I know it's been in the talks before. Before they added the 17th game, they talked about pushing back a week. He kept giving them an extra week to rest before the playoffs begin, which is no, of course not. We got it. We need product every week. Um, But yeah, it makes the most sense to have the Super Bowl on this Sunday, President's Day weekend, dog. It just does. Like Sunday, I mean, not that I not that I wall out on on Super Bowl Sundays, but a lot of people do and should and should enjoy this. It's like a holiday, dog. Super Bowl Sundays are like a, a holiday, and they should be treated as which. And obviously, being a Sunday, no one wants to work the next day, dog. And I think we should it should just go right into President's Day the next day. You know, I I think it's a win win for a lot of people, and I. Hopefully it happens. I know there's been rumblings of it. I don't know how serious people are, but I I believe eventually they're gonna make an uh an 18th game. I'm pretty sure they will. Uh, and once that happens, I believe yeah, I think then Super Bowl Sunday will be on President's Day weekend, which will be amazing. Um, yeah, dog, because it sucks. Well, it, it sucks. Man, I was I had another point about that. I forgot. Oh yeah, I remember. Uh, uh, many I've had Super Bowl Sundays on my birthday, February second, but since he added the seventeenth game, pushing back the weekend a whole week, now it's gonna always land around the seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth, eleventh, twelfth day of the year of February. So there goes any more Super Bowls on my birthday ever again, which is fine. I'm fine with that. I wasn't a big fan of it. Anyway, nobody gives a shit about your birthday when it's Super Bowl Sunday. Nobody gives a shit. Not that they ever did, dog. I've always had like that's why I don't really care for birthdays, man. And but first, I also want to thank everybody who wished me happy birthday a couple weeks ago. They sent me some Venmos, and uh, no, you guys, of course, chulada de gente, chulada. And you don't have to. That's the thing. Nobody, you don't have to. And I get, and that's part of the point, right? That's part of the reason people do it. Because I know that's when I do it. Like when I like doing shit when I don't have to, right? Like, uh, like I didn't have to help that old lady cross the street. I didn't have to, but I did. I didn't have to hold that door open for you to walk into the post office. I didn't have to, but I did, right? I didn't have to give you the, the go-ahead on this fucking stop sign right now, but I did, right? That's when you like like doing shit for people, when you don't have to, right? When it, cuando te nació, ay, ay, ay. When it grew from within inside of you, ay, 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 right? That's the best sign to, to you know, to show kindness, dog. Um... I, I think so. I, I, I believe so. Uh, I'm finding myself being more nicer out there. Uh, I don't know why. Like, I talk to neighbors a little bit more now. It's something I wasn't doing much before. Now I'm like, because I walk Mookie, my dog. Yeah, Mookie. Yes, Mookie, like as in Mookie Betts. Mookie Barks, Sayama. All right? Mookie Barks Garcia, full. Anyways, when I walk my dog, now I catch myself... Having like these old man conversations with people, dog. 
Right, like, hey, how's the weather? The weather is kind of cold, right? It's chilly, doc. We, we, you know, oh, good little walk. A, a walk is good for us, man. It keeps, you know, your heartbeat going. In. Like, now you're having these fucking old man talks with people that I have with people in, in the morning at parks, right? Um, I'm becoming that guy. And I'm just no way. Like, I'm, I, would, I, would, I don't like talking to people unless I have to, bro. Like, unless I have to. I'm, I'm one of those guys. Like, I won't say a word until you initiate a conversation with me. I won't be rude. Right, I'll, I'll, like if they ask me a question, I'm like, oh yeah, of course, you know, that's that that way, you know, you go, pinche, uh, oh, el arroz, oh, el arroz está allá, allá al fondo a la derecha, like, you know what I'm saying? But I don't go out of my way to, now I do go, now I do like, oiga señorita, con permiso, excuse me, ¿dónde, dónde encontró esa leche de lactose, the lact, lactate, ¿dónde encontró la leche de lactate? Ay, 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 I'm that guy, fool. Um, I am like I love those commercials. I think I brought up, I brought it up before. I love those commercials about when you become a young homeowner, right? Those are dope, fool. That's a great idea. Cause obviously I'm not a homeowner yet. I'm working on it. I'm like halfway there. I'm a homo right now. Uh, yes, I know that's a, that's a joke. Yes, that was purposely written into the today's podcast. I'm sorry. Uh, no way. But I'm not a homeowner yet. But uh, I I feel that way, dog. Like, that's how I feel. Like now. Especially since Jesus moved out, my home where I live now is like just me, right? I'm the only adult here with kids, right? So I'm literally the only adult. So now I'm doing more adulting in the house, right? I'm mopping, I'm cleaning, I'm dusting, I'm scrubbing, I'm washing dishes more often. Like, not that I didn't before, I did all that before, but before with two guys living here, you know, it was more of like, hey, can you hook it up, fool? Can you wash those dishes? Or like, hey, fool, I'm going to wash the dishes next time. I'll, I'll get them next. I don't know, that, but now it's more like I'm doing a lot of single mom shit, basically. I'm doing single mom shit. And that and that's why I understand you women now more, fool. I literally am. I'm, dude, I'm planning dinner at, at, at noon. A las doce del día, a ver qué vamos a comer. Ay, tengo que bajar la carne de la pinche freezer. I'm that guy right now, dog. I'm fucking that guy. Oh, I haven't mopped in over a week. I need to mop. Or like when I'm walking, I feel a little sticky floor. Oh, the floor is sticky. I got to mop. Or like, I'm uh, I, not that I'm ever barefoot. I hate being barefoot. I don't even like walking on my socks, fool. I, I have to be on slides, bro. I don't like walking anywhere barefoot, ever. I have very gentle, soft feet, ladies and gentlemen, and I'm very like I'm very prone to uh, anything that hurts my feet. My feet hurt always, like if I step on something, very bad. I don't know how you motherfucking cavemen do it, but sometimes like oh like oh the the, the carpet feels dirty. I gotta I gotta vacuum. I'm that guy, fool. I'm I'm watch. I'm keeping an eye, an eye out on the load on the laundry. Like, oh, dude, I got like another day and a half maybe of laundry left before I, before I have to do laundry. And, you know, where I live, I have to pay, dog. Just go that way, quarters, bro. So now I'm also always on the lookout, on the hunt, on the hunt for quarters everywhere I go. Like, I'll, whenever it's always something like, uh, whenever the, the they charge me, like, it's uh, anything under 25 cents, I'll pay cash just to get three quarters back in change, dog. Anytime it's 1917, I pay 20 bucks, hoping to get three quarters, uh, three pennies, or whatever it is to, to equal. 
um, three quarters somewhere in my change, right? And I, I don't know if it's just me, guys, but I get fucking mad when they don't give me any quarters. When I'm supposed to be given, issued a minimum of one, two, or three quarters, I get fucking mad when I don't get any quarters, dog. Nickels and dimes and shit. I hate when they do that shit, dog. Especially me, because I rely. I rely on quarters to do laundry. Yes, it's horrible. I know. But I live in townhouse, on a townhouse, right? And there's other uh, homes behind me, right? So, And we share a laundry room, two washers, two dryers. And I got to pay quarters in that bitch, dog. And so, yeah, I'm always looking for quarters, dog. But I'm that guy. Like, I'm going back to, like, I'm the guy in those commercials, fool. Like, I'm, uh, dude, I clean my fucking mailbox. I fuck, I do dumb shit like that now. Like, I catch myself. It's not even my house. But I worry. Now I do actually care. I care what the, the house smells like. I turn on candles. I would never turn on candles before in the house. I turn on candles like a pendejo. One, my sister, one of my sisters gave me a big ass candle, fool. Like a fucking heavy duty, manly, manly candle. Right? That has like three pinches yemitas way in it and, it. and it smells like sawdust or some shit. Some manly shit. Right? And then she gave it to me. And I'm like, what the hell? It looks like a Roomba, bro. Big dog, which by the way, I'm on the, I'm looking for a Roomba, bro. I want a fucking Roomba, dog. Anyway, but they're super expensive, man. Anyways, so she gave me this big ass candle, and at first I was like, man, fuck your candle, man. What the hell is this? Give me a sweater, socks, underwear, something I would actually use. I didn't tell her this. I thought so in my head. You know, I went, I said that all this in my head. Uh, but anyway, I didn't appreciate the candle, and I brought it home, of course. And I fucking lugged that big ass thing into my like dinner table here, my table, and I put it down on my table, and then it's been there for like m- m- this last Christmas, not this Christmas, this twenty twenty one Christmas, twenty twenty two Christmas, no twenty twenty one Christmas, and so I've been there for like over a year, right? Well, not that much. What I'm trying to say is that eventually I started when Jesus moved out. When Jesus moved out in August, yeah, August. Since then, sometime in September, I started like, you know, redecorating the house, you know, trying to make it feel more homey. Now that Jesus is gone, right? Like he's taking his stuff. Um, now was my time to like make it more home, Jerry G home. And anyways, I'm trying to say I started mopping and I saw the candle on the table. And so I'm like, oh, I should uh, fuck it. Turn it on. Light it up since I'm, it's already here. And I lit that bitch up, bro. And let me tell you, that fucking candle is that ass, dog. Dope. Makes a whole house smell like you just walked into a fucking lumberjack heaven, dog. Smells like wood, but like good wood, like crispy wood. You know that, you know that smell in Home Depot at the wood aisle, dog? It smells good, dog. Huele bonito, way. I didn't understand how that smell. For me, at least I like it. It's a manly Woods, I don't know. It's fuck. It's like it smells like a fucking treehouse, dog. And it smells good, like a brand new treehouse that I never had. And so, uh, yeah, man, we did that. And so I turn it on now. Now every time I mop, now I, I'm fucking stocked up on Fabuloso, 
I'm stocked up on 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 pinches este those uh what is it the white piece the Clorox white piece right I've stocked up on those all the way like Costco way in Costco I'm that guy now bro I'm literally that guy you know I do a joke where like I say I still do it it's a no joke but I still like to bring it up once in a while it's like I learned how to cook I learned how to clean I learned how to watch dog I'm becoming the housewife I always wanted now I love that joke. It's one of my favorite jokes. I've, I've, I've had that joke for like three, four years. It's a little cool. It's a transitional joke. It's a bit that you do to emphasize a point or to reestablish your world as the single father or whatever I'm talking about, right? And so it's not like, it's not a joke that you're like uh, rely on. It's just really a joke to pinpoint your world, right? Anyways, anyways, I like the joke, right? It's a cool joke. It doesn't get the laugh I want a lot of times. I don't, I, I, for, I, I'm dying inside. I'm loving that fucking bit inside. Because, maybe because it's so real, because it's so true to me, I enjoy it. Now, again, of course, people don't laugh that hard at it. People just take it as almost like a, a reference point. Like, yeah, that's what happens, dog. Right? Or we're not allowed to talk to how, uh, talk about housewives that way anymore. I think that's the other thing. I think we're li- we live in a sensitive-ass world where we're not allowed to say housewife and that's your job is to clean shit up. Right? And wash and cook and clean. So I think that's part of it as well. But I really like the bit because it really is what how I feel. I feel like a housewife, a good housewife, a 1980s, 19, I, look, I feel like a 1960s housewife. And I feel fulfilled. I mean, I like it. One of my points here is, guys, that I like it, dog. I love like doing shit like this, dog. I don't mind it. I don't mind it. Um, when I was a, when I was a kid, my mom did all this. Obviously, right? My mom, and with the help of my sisters, I never ever ever lifted a finger, dog, ever in my life, bro. Men in the house don't do housework, don't do house chores. We just don't. You know, my, I never saw my dad ever pick up a broom ever, dog. Uh, he picked up a rake in the yard. He, I've seen him do that, and even that was kind of weird. But I never saw my dad ever pick up a, a trash like that. He, now he, my dad did throw the trash out every night, every night threw the trash out, right? And where we lived when I was growing up, the trash was pretty far, dog. We lived again in the front house, and there was back houses. We had back houses, and there was a far as walk to get to the alley, and that's where the trash cans were right in the alley, and it was a good, you know. 50 yards bro you know to get there and that's why and i never did that because my dad would do my dad I that was his job my it was my dad's job i rarely threw the trash out full um especially at night it's a long as dark walk anyways uh that's my dad's job but my dad never never sweat he never washed a dish i never ever ever saw my father wash a dish ever i never saw my dad ever cook Anything. Menos prepare food in any way or fashion. 
My father never did. My dad's hands were always dirty from work. From work. Um, anyways, he was, he, my dad was a manly man when it came to that. He was like a typical old-fashioned man. Now, with that said, he never disrespected my mom. Ever, dog. Ever. Or like expected her to do things. Or like, ya esta mi comida. Or nothing. Never. My dad never raised his voice on my mother. My, my, my dad loves my mom and i was built i was raised in that house in a household where my there was love of course they argued they talked shit yes but they loved each other dog they still do fool there's some viejitos and they still can't be away from each other dog and all they do is fight more but it's old viejito shit what i'm trying to say is that that my mom did all that shit my mom did all the housewife shit never complained fool ever right my sisters will chip in, but my ch- sisters being newer generation, whatever fucking generation they are, born in the 80s, they push back a little bit, right? Later. And you go, why me? Por qué yo? ¿Y por qué Jerry no hace nada? ¿Y por qué nomás nosotros? ¿Y por qué nomás yo tengo que cocinar? ¿Y por qué yo tengo que le calentar la comida? ¿Y por qué yo? Why do I have to fucking prepare his plate? Right? A lot of that shit. And I just laughed it up. <laughs> hey, do it, bitch. Do it. <laughs> Uh, oh, they hated me. Were, uh, my sister and I, we, 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 we fucking we fight. There was tension. Anyways, um, then, you know, I lived with my mom until I got married. Right? I lived at my parents' house until I got married. Well, not even married. Well, I got, before I got married, I got, I got with my, uh, who was going to be my wife. We lived together for like a year, year and a half before we got married. What I'm trying to say is that I would live. I went from my parents' household to living in, moving in with my girl. I never had a moving in. I never lived by myself ever. Um, so I went from that situation with my mom being taken care of hand and foot, right? Never washed. I didn't know how to use a washing machine, a dryer full. Not that way. Um, the, the I started learning that when I moved in with my chick. And my chick started, like, pushing back, like, hey, I can't do everything, yo. Like, you got to help me wash clothes. And I'm like, whoa, 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 what do you mean wash clothes? What the fuck you talking about? Oh, you got to help me clean. Come help me cut up some carrots. Come help me shred some lettuce. I'm like, whoa, whoa, what the fuck are you talking about? Or, like, I'm really tired today. Can you help me wash some dishes? I'm like, whoa, whoa, what the fuck? I didn't sign up for this shit. It was a very gnarly for me, dog, a gnarly situation. But... Little by little, you know, she was training me, and she was like, but I would push back. I'm like, nah, come on, nah, nah, nah. I'll do it sometimes. I'm like, I'll do it if you're sick, if you got a fever, if you're, like, something happens to you, dog. Like, I'll be there. Like, if you go missing, eventually I'll start cooking for myself, you know. But come on, as long as you're here, like, what the fuck, bro? But I talk shit, and but at the same time, my thing was always like, look, listen. No te va a faltar nada, dog. Like, I will buy the groceries. I will fucking put gas in your car. I will take your car to the mechanic. I will change your tire. I will do that shit. I will throw away the trash. I will do all that other shit that men are supposed to do. But, dog, I just need you to cook and clean and wash my shit. Like, that was, that's how I grew up. And she, my chick, my, my baby's mama, my wifey, whatever, at the time, she was very old-fashioned as well. She was an old-fashioned chick, and that's one thing I really liked about her, you know? And that she understood that. She she got that. And her mother, same way. Her mom, like, 
is about like, you know, serving the man and tending to the man. And so, yeah, I went from my mom's situation to this chick also helping me out and doing everything for me, washing my clothes, everything. Now, without I say, my chick also se puso las pilas, way, because she was working and I was working. We both had a job. She was making more money than me. Or we're, we're making about the same. But she was making good money. And eventually, she's like, I don't want to do all that shit. I don't want to do all this, all this housewife shit. We hired a nanny. Once we started having our kids, once we had our kids, our, when our babies were babies, we hired like a full-time nanny. Well, I mean, we literally had like, I don't, want, I don't want to say maid, but we literally had like a maid, bro. Like she, this lady would come in. We got very lucky. She got recommended by a friend of the family, my mom. This lady came, right? Paisa, older lady, like in her late 30s, you know, looked like a fucking strong-ass ox. Paisa lady would come to the house. Llegaba, parece que a las 7 de la mañana, güey. If not 6, maybe 6. But I want to say 7, dog, because I didn't go to, I, I didn't start work till like 10. And so I would sleep in till like 8, 39. And she was already there cooking breakfast, dog. And so she would get there at 7, and she wouldn't leave till 6 p.m. every day, dog, Monday through Friday. And she would cook. She would clean. She would wash. She did everything, dog. Took care of the babies, bro. Fed them. And this one, the babies were literally 0, 1, then 1, 2, then 2, 3, then 4, 5. We broke up when they were 4, 5. So this is from when they were born all the way to when they were 4, 5. Uh, I remember because she would take Diego, my oldest, to kindergarten, and pick him up. And we broke up a little soon after that. No, yeah, we broke up with my young, when Adrian was in kindergarten and Diego was in first grade is when we broke up. So they were five and six, dog. So they were in five and six. And then, uh, so all throughout the whole time, we had this lady, bro. And we would pay her. We're talking about 2006 and seven and eight and nine and 10. We broke up around 2011. Uh, and so we, we were paying her 350 bucks a week, I want to say. It wasn't a lot, dog. It wasn't a lot. Now, I don't remember exactly because she would pay the nanny, dog. She would pay the nanny. I would pay the rent and the bills uh, and the cards. She would pay for her own credit cards. She would pay for her own credit cards uh, and the nanny and the groceries, I think. Or I think we would split the groceries. Um, but anyways, um, the reason I'm telling you about the nanny is because I was like, yo, like, I don't feel good. I don't feel right paying for this, dog. Like, I feel like you should be doing this stuff. Like, she shouldn't be washing her clothes and cooking, dog. But she was like, yo, I work, man. I work hard. I got a career. My, my baby mom was a very tough, strong person, dog, too. And so she's like, you know, I'm going to pay for it. You don't have to pay for it. Fuck, you know, just don't pay for it. I'll pay for it kind of shit. I'm like, all right, whatever, dude. And then so I was like, the only reason I found out because she would like, uh, fall behind on some payments she would forget to pay her i don't know what that meant exactly but she would forget to pay her eventually the ladies would like hit me up for the money like hey you know your lady tu esposa no me ha pagado and this and that. like oh let me hit her up and then i would hit her up hey this taxi que no has pagado she's like what the fuck she telling you for what the fuck she telling you for I'm a fucking, what the fuck, you know, and she would get all mad, right? And I'm like, oh, man, I don't want to get involved. You know, yo no pago eso. Ella paga sus servicios. Yo pago, no, lo, todo lo demás, los biles, la renta. She's like, ah, no, no se preocupe, es que no sé. You know, it, was, it was weird. It was awkward, bro. But that lady did a lot. 
a lady did a lot for us, dog. Like we had the house clean. Like we, she was, she waited for us hand and foot. Like she would cook breakfast, lunch for the kids, obviously, and dinner, dog, for us, fool. And we had it good for a while, dog. We had it fucking good. Um, so again, that's another. What my point is, that was another lady that was around, just waiting, hand and foot, like hand and foot, fool. Like I remember, I would like take off a shirt and be like. Oh, quiero usar esa camisa otra vez. It was for my job or something. Like, oh, esa camisa del trabajo me la puede lavar otra vez. And she would just wash it right there. And, and those times we had our own fucking washing dryer. And so she would just wash it right there. And then I wore something I could have I could have easily done, but did not. You know? She would do it for me. And so I always had these women waiting on me, hand and foot. When I'm trying to tell you, dog. But now, you know, last few years. And then Jesus came in. And there was another lady helping me out. No, Jesus would do like, uh, nah, he would just, he don't do much. He would do cooking. He, he, Jesus was a really good cook. Uh, but I did a lot of the cleaning, most of the cleaning. Uh, anyways, I started learning, dog, like fucking doing all this stuff. I started to learn how to cook, clean, wash, like I said. Like, and I started like, feeling good about myself man i feel like i can make it i realize that i don't need no man <laughs> you know it's like once jesus, once jesus left i realized i don't need my, there, there's a bit there once jesus left i realized i don't need no man dog <laughs> and uh i don't fool like it's good <laughs> i don't oh my god uh i'm trying to say that i really like being able to do this uh it's it's a little fulfilling dog it's weird like walking into a clean house into a clean bedroom. Now, it's not always like the case, bro. Like, I do fall behind. You know, I'm not home a lot. I travel a lot. Uh, I'm up and down all the time doing things, fool. And I don't, you know, since I don't get around to shit, dog, it's, especially when the kids are not here, dog. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm in my girl's house, whatever, dog, hanging out. Like, I'm not home a lot, fool. And so, like, when I'm home, I was like, I want to take care of the path, fool. And it's a trip, dog. I don't know how these single ladies do it, dog. It's hard, man. That's the, my, I'm trying to say, you, like, I have a newfound respect for single moms, dog. Because I'm doing all this single mom shit, driving the kids to school, picking them up, cooking. Like, it's a lot, dog. And I could see, and I've dated a lot of single moms. I've dated a lot of single moms. And I see the frustration in you guys. And I hang in there, dog. I'm trying to tell you, hang in there. And what I could tell you, ladies, is that you don't need us, dog. At the end of the day, you really don't. Like, it's, it, it is a turn on knowing a girl doesn't need your ass, fool. Like, that to me is like, yo, like, a girl that can stand on her own two feet, pay her own rent, you know, raise her own children. It's a fucking sexy ass thing, dog. It really is, dog. It, it, I don't know, man. I've... I've I dated some girls that, that that's sometimes the biggest turn on of me for that girl. Because I, I, meet, I meet girls that don't have kids, are living their best life, independent as shit. They're out there just whoring it up, bro. Just giving it up everywhere they go, fool, because they can. Because they don't have nothing else to come home to, fool. And that could get a little sad, too, dog. I don't know. I'm just all over the place. I know. I'm all over the place. Uh... But I don't know, I, I just like the sense of responsibility. I like being responsible. I like, you know, like, I'm not even raising my boys right because I should be teaching them how to do all these things. 
like wash your clothes, you know, mop, wash dishes, cook. I should be teaching these things, but I haven't. And um, and maybe it's because, and it goes back to my mom, right, or the traditional ladies, where I actually enjoy doing these things for them. Like I actually like cooking and cleaning for them. And them saying, oh, dude, it smells good in here. Oh, you you wash? Oh, you cook? What you cook? What you make? I actually like that. Like, I like that. And I think that gets moms off as well, as weird as that sounds. I think it gets them off also. Like, they like to be, that's the, I guess, dope, right? It's their job. I don't know it's not a job. It's just weird. It's just, I don't know. I'm just very grateful to be able to do this now. I get to do this and... I don't know. I think I bring a lot to the table if I ever, like, get wifed up again. <laughs> Why am I talking like a fucking girl, dog? Uh, I do, and I, I just, I feel like I'm going to bring a lot to the table, dog, besides uh, I, uh, my fucking uh, willingness to pay all the bills and rent, you know? Because that was my way of getting off. Like, that, that, was, that was me. Like, that was me being a man. Oh, the rent's paid. All the bills are paid. Like, yo, let's go shopping. Yo, I'll treat you dinner tonight. Oh, I got pollo loco tonight. Let's do it. Like, that was my way of feeling like a man in the house. Like, that's right. I brought the fuck. And it's, I think that's natural, right? I think it's very natural to feel that way. I just feel like a fucking man. But now I feel like a man doing all these things, other things that I had never done before, like wash a load of white clothes correctly, right? Fucking putting just the perfect amount of downy at the right time, right? The clothes smelling good, folding clothes. I'm actually really good at folding clothes too. I fold. I don't. I don't why. I don't understand why people complain about folding clothes. I actually like folding clothes. It's like a. ¿Cómo se dice? Te relaja, güey. I mean, yo me relajo, güey. I'm, I'm in my deep thoughts as I'm folding my clothes. I'm in deep thoughts. I'm thinking of bits, of jokes, of what I'm going to do tomorrow. Like, I'm like planning shit as I'm folding. Estoy bien pensativo, wey. Bien pensativo, wey. Like, I mean, oh, mañana tengo que hacer eso. Oh, I got to do this. Oh, I got to pay this bill. Oh, I got to hit up this uh, comedy club. Oh, I got to get back to this guy. Oh, I got to email this dude back. Oh, whatever happened to that guy. Oh, I got to hit up. Oh, this fools me money. Oh, like, I'm all like, like in my head, like, as I'm folding clothes, dude. It's like, I'm getting shit done in my head. It's therapy, bro. It's therapy. Uh, I don't know. It's, it's, I like it. I actually, I like it. And then when my kids are all like, oh, man. Uh, oh, dude, my sweater's washed. Oh, dope. Oh, we got all oh, this. And like they just excited about shit like that. And uh, they smell the clean towels. Oh, the towels are clean. Like, fucking dope, bro. Even, even if they don't say it, you can tell. Like, sometimes they don't even say it, but just them wearing that shit the next day, they're, like, happy to see it, right? Because that's how I was with it when I was a kid. And my mom would wash my favorite sweater or shirt. Oh, I was, like, Christmas Eve, bro. Christmas Day, right? Waking up, like, oh, fuck yeah, my fucking purple hoodie. I used to have this purple hoodie that I used to love when I was a kid. Had, like, a ninja or something in the back for Um. It was like a cool purple, though. It wasn't like just a nasty, ugly purple. It was like a dark, dark velvet, chingon purple, like a dark, dope purple, fool. And um, 
And it had like this silhouette of a, like a, it was like a ninja or something. I don't know, but I remember it was like I was like in fifth grade, and I love that hoodie, dog. And I lost it, of course, in the yard. I left it in the yard like a pendejo. I cried for that fucking hoodie, dog. But I love that hoodie. Those two weeks that I had with that hoodie, man, shh, man. And my mom watched it like three, four times. Man, it was a shit, dog. All right, man, I'm just rambling today. I really don't have a lot to talk about, dog. We're in fucking, you know why I don't have nothing to talk about? Because I was in fucking Yuma, Arizona this weekend, followed by Brawley, California the day after with those toxicos. We're out there. We had a blast, bro. I'm talking shit. We had a blast. I love Yuma, bro. Let me tell you about Yuma, man. Yuma has mad potential, dog. It's got like Texas type vibes where people are like nice, but don't fuck with us at the same time. Like we're also strapped also, right? So yeah, it would be nice, but no te passes away, right? And then there's people out there in Yuma who are a lot of people again from like Cali, San Diego, LA, just getting away from the Cali life and then moving there. And it's a small town. It's only 100,000 people in Yuma, dog. 100,000 people. And a lot of you guys, beautiful. A lot of pretty girls in Yuma, man. I'll tell you that. A lot of pretty girls in Yuma. Um. Anyways, I liked it. The weather was beautiful. It was perfect. Like what? What was it? Like 80 degrees, maybe? 75, maybe even? 70. Beautiful fucking weather. Got really lucky. Then we went to Brawley. Brawley is like an hour, an hour and a half from Yuma into California. Yuma and Brawley are both border towns from, you know, Yuma's a Arizona border. And then Brawley, a central Imperial Valley, uh, is uh, the border town of San Diego as well, of California. Anyways, small towns. Small town vibes, good times. People just want to get drunk, just want to party with you, just want to do amazing things to you. <laughs> and uh, I very much appreciative. And we had a blast with those Toxicos, Doc. Um, I was very impressed with Concrete this weekend, man. For those of you guys, Concrete Live, I'm sure you guys follow this motherfucker, Doc. Man, he got recognized a lot for when this motherfucker is doing something really special on Instagram, on TikTok, and all that shit. That motherfucker got recognized everywhere we went, fool. Like, damn. Way more than me, man. Uh, and then Jay Valentino's cool as people, man. Good people to hang out with. And of course, my boy, Susu Pobara. Always a pleasure sharing the stage with that fool. And uh, it's cool. It's, it, it's a, it works. This little formula that we have of us four together works. Because... We all truly see ourselves like equals. And I think that's what a good tour is. It's what a good tour needs. If you're going to tour with other individuals, you have to, first of all, respect them as equals. And you got to see them as equals. And I personally do see Jay, Concrete, and Jesus as equals. I've always said, me and Jesus are equals as, as equals as you could get, dog. I don't see him bigger than me or less than me, dog. I, we're very equal, dog, when it comes to what we've accomplished, what we're doing, what we do. Even if he blows up and becomes Ralph Barbosa next week, I'll still see him as equal because of what we've done together as a group and everything. Um. Uh. Anyways, for sure. Then I, then I see Concrete and Jay. 
Valentino and I just respect and admire what they do on social media with their Instagrams. Both Conqueror's got like I think two hundred fifty thousand followers, and I believe Jay is getting close to two hundred thousand followers himself. I haven't checked in a while, but I remember seeing something like that. So these guys are doing amazing things, skits, right? Funny shit on Instagram. I respect that. I admire that. I I, I fully I, I get entertained by the whole situation. It's a it's an art and a craft that I can't seem to do right. I mean, I can't. I don't I, I don't dedicate myself to something like that enough. I, it's amazing. It's great, and I respect them, dog. So, and I think we all see each other that way, same way, right? I think at least how we treat each other and talk with each other. I think we all really truly respect each other. That's what's key about why this works, fool. Um, and we're all really good at what we do, and so it does work, fool. And because I've been in other tours, right, where people don't see each other that way. They don't just don't. You know, I've been in tours where I'm the young guy. And then there's tours where I'm the older guy and the respect is not always there, fool. And so, you know, egos, jealousy, it's it's not good. But this is one that's actually working pretty well. Um, our next big show is actually going to be in L.A., Farayon, Linwood, California, March 31st, Friday night, dog. Now, we're not going to do a lot of L.A. shit, dog. You know, uh, we want to tour outside of Cali more. We got some stuff coming up in Dallas. We're actually, do, we are doing Santa Ana. Uh, and, but as far as L.A., this is probably going to be like the only opportunity we do L.A., dog. Because uh, we want to make it special when we do come to L.A. When we, are, when we do something in L.A., we want to make it like really special, dog. So we're not going to overdo it in L.A. Um, so please take advantage of that. March 31st. Tickets on sale now. They are on my website. I believe it or not, hit me up. All right. Um, other than that, I will be this weekend. I will be in Boston, Massachusetts. Then I'm doing D.C., Washington, D.C. Uh, I believe it's called the Boiler Room or 808 Room, something like that. Please check those. Please check out my website. The links are there for all right. Uh, for Friday, I believe it's a small room. It's a small room, dog. They're only like it only holds like 50, 60 people in Washington. The Friday one's already sold out. And I don't want to take all the credit because that place sold, sells out anyway. All right. So it's not I'm not trying to be that guy. But it's already Friday's already sold out. Uh Saturday, there's still some tickets left for Saturday. Please take advantage. Come check me out, dog. All right. Uh, people are just buying tickets just to buy tickets there because they go there regardless, fool. So I'm not trying to take the credit that they're there to see, oh, I just sold out the fucking 60-seater. Ay, ay, ay. Nah, dog, I haven't been to Washington like in five years, bro. So I don't know how much of a fan base I got out there. This is one of the reasons I, I, I'm I doing this. I want to see where I'm at with my fan base. Yeah, of course some of those people are, are buying tickets because of me, yes. But I just don't want to take all the credit, all right? But there are no more tickets available for Friday. Only Saturday. So please, if you got time, please go ahead and do that. Um, so yeah, this weekend that. Then I got, uh, let me see what else I got since I got you here. I'm going to be in Houston, Texas. Houston, Texas, March 10th and 11th, Friday and Saturday. It's called the Comedy Lounge. Comedy Lounge. Please take advantage. Houston, I'm talking to you, fool. Caiganle cabrones. Uh, what is this? Uh, oh yeah, of course. 
March 2nd. Not this Thursday, but next Thursday. Brea Improv. Brea Improv. Now, I'm doing pretty good in sales, guys. I appreciate you motherfuckers buying tickets. But please don't wait for the last minute. It makes myself nervous, of course. I stress the fuck out. I can't sleep. Like, I won't be able to sleep all next week, fool. Basically. Unless I sell out. Then I'll sleep out like a baby. Uh, and then the the management over there, too, fool. The, the, the problem is that, okay, the place holds 400 people. I'm not expecting to sell 400 tickets, all right? Even though Ralphie Barbosa already sold it out. All right, that's fine. Now, listen, I'm at 100 tickets sold right now, which is fine. I'm not, it's hard to complain. Hard to complain. But I want at least, you know, 200 tickets by that day. If I at least have the fucking place to sell. Um, so it's all nerve-wracking. And then, here's what, I'm going to let you a little bit more insight. A little bit more insight. I shouldn't even be letting you in, dog. But listen, what happens is that then the management, starting as a Monday next week, maybe even this week, fool, They'll start emailing you. Hey, how's it look? How's it looking? Hey, we got this many tickets sold. Are you thinking you're gonna sell more? Hi, where do you think you're gonna end up? Hey, we need to know how many staff we're gonna uh, fucking have work that day. Hey, how are you looking? And like, it's almost like every other day. And every time I get that email, it's a stress, fool. It's a stress because they start with the number of sales, right? So the last one I got today's Monday. I believe it was Friday. They hit me up on Friday. Hey, you got 97 tickets sold. They're like, great, keep up, keep it up, that kind of shit. And I'm like, cool, 97 is good. Okay, I can't, I can't complain. That's pretty fucking good. But then it's going to start. But then, mañana party, they're going to probably be like, hey, you're at 102. What's going on? Hey, you're at 105. Hey, what's like, then they start bugging. And then the closer the date gets, Obviously, you're not going to sell out, right? So you, you you throw that out the window. So now you're just stressing out about, like, how many people are going to fucking be there, dog. And it's just, it, it's all about what you, perception of how you, with the club, fool. This is why I'm not doing weekends, guys, because I'm not selling out like I'm supposed to be selling out, dog. So until I can prove that I can sell out weekdays, they're not going to give me weekends, fool. So it's like one of these, like, fuck, man. It's, it's, it's stress, dog. It's a lot of stress. But it's part of the job, and I'm used to it. And, you know, all I ask, like I tell you guys every time, if you can't make it, just please let motherfuckers know. Hey, dude, fucking Jerry's coming to Brea, dog. I don't know if I'm going to make it, but you should go if you can. That's all I ask, bro. Hey, dude, you should check this fool out, dog. He's on fucking Brea, dog. He's going to be at Brea, check him out. Hey, look, at, and that, for me, is más que suficiente, way. Just spreading the word, bro. Because... I do most of my shit just through IG. I'm not even paying for ads or promotions because I don't always believe in those, man. I think that's a lot of that is bullshit. Every once in a while, I'll throw in like 40, 50 bucks and add promos for a show. But I just, when I when the show comes, I don't hear anybody tell me like, oh, I saw your shit on an ad. No, it's always people were coming regardless or not coming regardless. So I don't know. It's a lot of that thing. Uh, fuck, man. What else? What else is there? Uh, I'll let you guys. I'll let you guys know. But yeah, uh, Bray Improv next weekend, March second, DC. I'm storming the Capitol this weekend. Please come check me out. Boston is a room I'm doing. I'm getting a flat rate. I'm gonna check it out, see what that's like, and I'm excited to do Boston itself. For um, details of that, flyers and all that, on my website or even on my IG. Hit me up, okay? Um, March seventeenth. March 17th, I'm going to be in Dallas, Texas, 
Hyenas Comedy Club. Yes, Dallas, Texas, Hyena, another big fucking club. I'm doing this one with Luis Juarez, one of Ralphie Barbosa's openers. And it is Ralphie's hometown. And he may or may not be in town. And if he is, if he is, I will ask that motherfucker to treat a dinner or something. For me. <laughs> I don't know. Of course, uh, he would always do guest spots and open for me when I'm out there. So it would be nice if he's down to just pop in as a surprise guest. For him. So who knows? He's actually here in LA this week, fool. I don't know we're supposed to link up. We did talk and text for a little bit, but I don't want to intrude, man. That motherfucking kid is just on fire, dog. He's just on fire, man. I don't want to be that guy like, hey, you want to meet up for lunch? Hey, you want to meet up and hang out? Like, I don't want to be that guy. I barely have time myself for to do shit like that, and all of a sudden, I have time, right? But, nah, if he hits me up, I'll let you motherfuckers know. We'll take some pics and we'll see what's up, fool, but... I know they got that fool like Pakai Payawe. They have him. They ha- he has handlers now. He has managers now. I mean, he's like a big, big deal, dude. He's almost at a half a million followers, guys. 500K, dog. He's at 500K followers. Guys, he was at 10K. He hit 10K in October. In October. I remember he posted, yo, I made it to 10K. Thank you for everybody. This was in October, guys. He's at 500K. What, five months later, fool? 100K a month? Come on. Everywhere I go, people want to talk about him. Everywhere. Hey, do you know Ralphie? You talk to him. It's, everybody wants us to comment on shit about it. And it's crazy, bro. It's fucking amazing. It's amazing. Um, but yeah, fool. And I, I, you're a key way. I'm right here talking to you guys about fucking mopping and cleaning and doing laundry, fool. Para que vean como es la vida, wey. Uh, nah, I enjoy it and I love it. I love every bit of it, man. All right, uh, that's pretty much it. Ya me pasé, wey. Ya me pasé, wey. Uh, yo, those are my shows. Please check out my website. Check out all that stuff, man. I'm coming. Houston, I'm coming March 10th, 11th. Dallas, I'm coming March 17th. Bray Improv, March 2nd. Linwood, California, March 31st, dog. Washington D.C. this week Man, there's a lot of shit, dog A lot of stuff, man Please come check it out, fool And I'll see you guys there And hit me up Let me know what's up, right? I'm out Later